The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Somebody once shared a story that uh, there was an Israeli soldier and he he was very mischievous and rebellious and wild and he was always fighting and butting heads against his commander. And at some point he just stopped listening to him. And it was really impossible because the commander was trying to run his platoon and, you know, I don't have to tell you that discipline in the army is paramount and it's, uh, it's critical in a, in a time of conflict and, 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 and an engagement with the enemy. With, without discipline, you could destroy everybody and everything. So uh, this was really, you know, coming to an impasse. It was just, there was no ability to continue this way. And you know how they discipline in the army. You got to do 50 push-ups, 100 push-ups, 200 chin-ups. Um, instead of going to sleep, you have to train for another hour. And at some point, the soldier just lost it, and the commander became literally uh, his uh, his his threshing silo. Uh, he mocked him, and he dismissed him, and he disobeyed him, and he created an atmosphere of rebellion. So he was imprisoned. You know, sometimes they imprison a soldier. He was imprisoned for three months. In prison. Uh, there was uh, there was drug there were drugs going on there. So uh, somebody was handling. So they put in a bug into the cell, so that the wardens, the people in charge, should be able to hear what's going on. So one day they hear this conversation between the people that are in prison, and everybody was talking about why they were put into prison. This was a military prison, so the soldiers were, you know really critical of their commanders and their super superiors who plunged them into the cell and each one was more critical of the other you know how they've been bullied and how they're control freaks and they're not commanders they're torturers they're tyrants they're dictators they're despots and then they came to this soldier who was new he was put in for three months and this was his first day and he says actually i have to say my commander Good guy. <laughs> he actually really liked me. He tried so hard. He spoke to me for months. And even in the in the court case, in the court case where he was testifying about me, I could see that he cared for me. I could see that he loved me. I could see it. I could see that it was he was not taking this personal. He was really trying to do the right thing for me. I have to say that he really did the best he can. I was very impossible. <laughs> That's what he's saying. And they called him out and they said, okay, <laughs> you're free to go. You're free to go. Atta Sukkum, they gave him what's called Khanina. They uh, dismissed him. They freed him. Atta Sukkum to Rachin Siyed. So that's what the Svasemis is saying. This person, he didn't respond to his commander from a place of deep trauma. He responded from a place of, of wholesomeness. And it's not easy. He said, you know what? There's something I have to work through. Yes, there's something I have to work through. He had the ability to be able to see the bigger picture and not give up on the commander and say, he hates me, he wants to destroy me. He could look inside. And ask not why the commander hates him, but what is my job today?
what is my mission? What is my calling? Maybe it's not about hate. Maybe it's about something else. Maybe I don't understand what it's about, but it's not about hate. And you know what happens? When he does that, the commander says, oh, come out of prison. You don't belong in prison. Like, you get it. As long as he would think it's about hate. So now he has to go through this process of changing. The moment he realizes what it's about, I'm not, I don't want you in prison. I love you. I love you. I want you to live the best, amazing, most successful, superior life. I'm your biggest fan. I cherish you. I want you to be the best soldier in the world. I want you to flex your muscles, maximize your potentials, live life to the fullest, and seize the day. Carpe diem. And he can feel it. He can experience it. So then everything changes. It actually turns into love. It turns into love, not just in a theoretical way, in an abstract way, not just in a mindset, not just in their mindset, but in a very tangible way. You almost, you, you remove the lid, you remove the cover-up from what's happening. You remove the cover and you reveal that it's all really about love. So that becomes the visceral experience of it. That's what cool is. Cool is the ability to be able to look into every reality, to be able to see the love that flows from it and therefore embrace it in a whole new way. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.